0: I always say to my clients that if ever there's a problem or something I can improve on, please tell me before they tell anybody else because I value their input. And with open communication, negative feedback can turn the unhappiest customers into your biggest cheerleaders. Hello, hello. Today I am taking a fresh look at the lean methodology and discussing why it should be even leaner, or should I say lean? With an E and an R at the end. By E and R, I'm talking about incorporating empathy and relationships into the lean equation. All with the goal of making that lean approach even more effective. So, yeah, hello and welcome to another episode of the Master Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Deirdre Martin. Now, let's talk about making lean, well, leaner. I've been talking about this with my husband, honestly, for at least the last five years or so, because he works in in a company and it's all about the lean methodology. At a networking event, I attended a workshop on lean, and I've had super clients who work with precision manufacturing companies, helping them implement the lean and Kaizen models of efficiency. So I've had to do a lot of research about it to help them communicate their marketing message and really drill down into their brand story. Well, here's the thing. Each and every time I learn more and more and more about the lean methodology, it hits me like a punch in the gut that there are two things that are really apparent to me missing. And those two things are empathy and relationships. Okay, now I know that not everybody listening is gonna know what the lean methodology is. So let me explain, because I think no matter what industry or sector you're in, it's useful to know about it. Basically, lean is all about efficiency, cutting waste and optimizing resources. And if I'm not mistaken, it was Toyota in Japan who invented the framework. One key aspect of this approach is the just-in-time method, which literally means delivering products and services exactly just as they are needed or just in time. So the two things missing from lean, as I said, are empathy and relationships. And this was even more apparent when the pandemic struck and the Suez Canal got held up because companies who operated a lean or just-in-time methodology were really severely impacted like in multiple ways. Things like not being able to fulfill orders or service customers and much more all of which impacted their internal and external relationships, their reputation, and even their cash flow. And with my old bank manager hat on, the thing with cash flow is that any business starved of cash is in big trouble. So in case you're wondering, you know, what is this just-in-time or lean approach? Essentially, it's that. It's a strategy about reducing waste and increasing efficiency. But here's the other reason I wanted to talk about making lean leaner. It's because I know a lot of businesses are tightening their belts at the moment. And you know what? It's prudent to do that. It's always prudent to check what's coming in, what's going out and seeing what you can cut. But if you've been learning about lean and you're thinking about implementing it or have already started to implement it, there are a few things that I want to flag with you to make it even better Or should I say, lean So tip number one, start with empathy. When you're applying the lean methodology, even though, you know, originally it was designed for manufacturing, it's not just applied manufacturing anymore. It's cross-sectoral, right? So the best place to start is with gaining an understanding of the needs, wants, and feelings of your customers and your team members. And here's why. It's very simple. Without customers, you have no business. Without a team to service your customers, you have no business. So these two groups of people are your company's biggest assets. Whether you have one person on the team or one client, they are your company's biggest assets. So by taking the time to understand them, as well as they understand themselves, you're going to be in a better position to find the most effective and lean solutions while still creating a positive work environment and culture. Things like actively listening to your customer and team members and taking what their input and feedback is and using it to guide your decision-making process. You know what? You'll probably even be surprised by some of the solutions that your colleagues and clients come up with. Seriously. so. What I say is empathy all the way. Tip number two, foster open communication. If you have a team, you, you will already know that an environment where there's open and honest communication is the foundation for building strong relationships and fostering a culture of continuous improvement. And here's the thing, it's in every relationship. Communication is key, whether it's with your partner, your family, your kids business partner, you name it, really good communication is the foundation to a successful relationship. So make sure your team members feel comfortable sharing their ideas, concerns, and feedback, and be sure to keep those lines of communication open across all levels of your company. Equally important is to make sure that customers feel this way too. I always say to my clients that if ever there's a problem or something I can improve on, please tell me before they tell anybody else because I value their input and with a growth mindset and open communication, negative feedback can turn the unhappiest of customers into your biggest cheerleaders. So on that note, let me add that if you haven't already subscribed to the Master Your Business podcast, please do so now become one of my cheerleaders because next week's episode as well is one that you won't want to miss. I'm joined by industry expert, Carl Sandland, and he talks about how complainers are the unsung heroes of business success. Anyway, coming back to today's episode, who doesn't want or value transparent and open communication? Try to keep your team's customers and even your suppliers informed about any changes or disruptions to your business. And when you do this, you're gonna create a supportive and empathetic environment. Okay, tip number three, Focus on collaboration. To truly make Lean R a success, it's important to promote collaboration and teamwork. Now, you may already have a great team culture and kudos if that's the case. But because this show is called Master Your Business and I'm always talking about Level Up, think about how can you encourage your team members to work even more collaboratively, to share even more ideas, and to support one another even more in their efforts to streamline your behind-the-scenes processes and even your customers' processes, ultimately to eliminate waste. Because to achieve lasting and meaningful change for any company, you're going to be better positioned to do so and to achieve your goals in a collaborative environment. And it doesn't stop there. It's also important to collaborate and build relationships with your suppliers. Now, you might be thinking, but Deirdre, I run an office and we don't have suppliers. Well, you have paper, you have printers and other types of materials. Never mind the loo roll in the toilet, right? Well, then you do have suppliers and imagine you need to send something out to a client. But for whatever reason, there are supply chain issues with your ink for your printer and a digital copy just won't cut it. So a strong relationship with suppliers is crucial because by getting to know your suppliers and understanding their capabilities, limitations, frustrations and challenges, you can better plan for contingencies and mitigate risks that will impact your business, your cash flow, your reputation, and all of those things. And this approach helps you maintain business continuity. So if there are unforeseen events in the future, and I mean, we've had lots of them in the last few years, but if there are unforeseen events, it's going to help you foster a more collaborative and supportive relationship with your suppliers. They're going to value that too. Tip number four, value the human element. While the lean methodology is all about efficiency and reducing waste, it's important not to lose sight of the human element. Remember that your team members are one of your greatest assets, and their well being should always be a top priority. So, how can you do this? Well, ask them do they have the necessary support, resources, and encouragement that they need to succeed? And if they answer no, well, you do your damnedest to get it for them. Simple as that. And same for your customers. Customers value your time and your expertise now more than ever. And sometimes all it takes is a phone call, a quick hello, or some kind of a check-in, particularly where those relationships are ongoing. And then they're going to feel valued. And here's an interesting statistic on this as it relates to customer experience. 70% of customers will leave a business, even one that they're loyal to, if they don't feel valued. And here's the other thing to keep in mind with this as well, is that it's an employee's market out there this year in 2023, and this same statistic applies to them. So make sure that they know that you care about them. This one I could talk about for ages as well, because There was another statistic that I read, oh, it's two years ago now, but the percentage was about 60% or so of customers said that they would remain loyal to a business that demonstrated empathy throughout the pandemic, okay? Now, I know we're over the worst of the pandemic, touch wood, but this just goes to show the power of empathy. And if you want loyalty, and here's another reason why, it's actually, again, 70%. It's not a magic number or one that I'm pulling out of my head, I promise you, but it's 70% more cost effective to retain existing clients than it is to try to go out and recruit new ones. So think about those statistics for a minute. And this all comes back to empathy, right? Okay, tip number five, be adaptable. Incorporating empathy and relationships into the lean methodology requires a certain level of adaptability. Be prepared to adjust your approach as needed to better meet the needs of your customers and your team members. That might mean reevaluating your priorities, adjusting your goals, or even pivoting your strategy altogether. Pivot, real pandemic word, right? <laughs> anyway, adaptability and flexibility is key for any brand that wants to survive and thrive. You have to bear in mind that disruptions are inevitable. And as the saying goes, fail to plan, plan to fail, and all that. But when you incorporate empathy and relationships into your planning process, and seriously, by considering the impact of disruptions on your customers and employees, you're going to be able to develop contingency plans. And then you're going to be able to communicate what those contingency plans are to your team. And that will ensure that everyone is aware of what their roles are, what their responsibilities are, the result will be that you will have limited what the damage is. So this is a method of damage control. Tip number six, celebrate successes. Recognizing and celebrating successes is an important part of fostering strong relationships and creating a positive work culture. Be sure to acknowledge the hard work and achievements of your team members and take the time to celebrate milestones and victories, no matter how small they may seem. Same with your clients your team and your clients will have little hero moments throughout their engagements with your brand. Make sure they feel like heroes to create those memorable experiences for them and solidify the relationship you have with them even more. Tip number seven, continuously improve. Making leaner a success requires continuous improvement. This means regularly evaluating your processes, gathering feedback from your team and customers, and looking for ways to make your operations even more efficient and effective. By embracing a mindset of continuous improvement, you'll be well on your way to making your company not just lean, but leaner. Every time I say that, I feel like the frog in the Budweiser ad, -er. (laughs) leaner. Anyway, let's wrap up our discussion on why lean should be leaner. By incorporating empathy and relationships into the equation, you can create a sustainable and resilient business model that'll pretty much be able to withstand anything that's thrown at it. So I hope you found today's episode insightful and thought-provoking. If you haven't already, please leave a review and share the Master Your Business podcast with your business network. As always, my goal is to provide valuable insights and actionable tips to help you level up your business and achieve success, whatever that might look like for you. So if you have any questions or comments about today's episode or have suggestions for future topics, feel free to reach out to me on social media or drop me a line at info at deirdramartin.ie. I would be delighted to hear from you. I'm your host, Deirdre Martin, signing off until next week. Keep mastering your business and remember to factor empathy and relationships into your strategies for a more resilient and sustainable business model.